According to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord, Lord. Jesus said to the crowds, To what shall I compare this generation? It is like children who sit in marketplaces and call to one another, We played the flute for you, but you did not dance. We sang a dirge, but you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they said, He is possessed by a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they said, Look, he is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is vindicated by her works. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's, this is a very good gospel passage uh, for us as we focus on Jesus, this last little portion of Advent before Christmas, right? We know... We know that Christmas is on the, on the horizon. We're getting very excited about it, right? Um, and yet we want to make sure that our Christmas is everything that it should be, everything that God intends it to be. And so we use this last little part of, of Advent uh, to really focus our hearts on, on Jesus and the coming and birth of, of our King. Uh, so in this passage, we see one of the one of the real failings of the people of Jesus' day as it relates to their preparations for his coming and being their king, right? He's, he says to them, they're, they're the ones who want to set the agenda. They want to tell the king what to do, right? These are the ways that the king would benefit us. And of course, Jesus is not doing those things. And so they were, they're prepared to reject him. We want to be prepared to accept him, which means that we've got to allow Jesus to do what he's doing. We've got to allow Jesus to set the agenda. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot going on here. Um, we see there's a, there's a reference to Deuteronomy here and the accusation against Jesus that he's a disobedient son and that he's leading Israel astray, right? That's all in, in this passage. And we have to say, he's leading, but he's not leading us astray. And how is he leading? I think we have any number of images that show his leadership, what it means, and how we are to follow him. One of the more powerful images, of course, is Jesus on the cross. He didn't come for himself. He came for us, and he was willing to give up everything in order to save us, in order to redeem us, in order for us to get our lives back on track as God always wanted them to be. And when I look on the cross, I think, okay, Jesus, you held nothing back. You were generous to the core. You gave everything for me. And my life then also ought to become, as I reflect on that and as I receive Jesus' own spirit, as he breathes his own spirit into me, then I ought to be becoming generous, radically generous as an image of God, 
right? As the image of God that I am, I ought to be becoming radically generous. So this is my challenge uh, for you all today, is knowing that Jesus is leading you as he is, knowing that Jesus is breathing his spirit into you and feeding you with his own life, knowing that his life is radical generosity, I want you to ask yourself throughout the day, or really ask Jesus throughout the day, what is the most radically generous thing I can do here? And especially when we find ourselves at crossroads, right? Especially when we find ourselves in, in positions during our day where we're making real decisions about real things, and we could go one way or the other. I want you to ask Jesus, what is the most generous thing I can do here? And then give me the strength to follow you there. Give me your strength, the strength of your own life of love to do the most radically generous thing. And so live under the kingship of Jesus and advance his rule to every corner of creation and especially that corner of creation that he's entrusted to me.